Phew, I think we're set, kid. I called in a favor from an old friend named Trub, and he can't wait to meet you. Why, is he mad at me? I asked nervously. Mad? Of course not. Matter of fact, Trub's a not-so-distant relation of yours, kid. He'll be happy to see you. There are a lot of things I want to ask about Trub, but I settle on the most important question. Will he know how to find Ma? I ask. Ambo Ambrose nods and manages to catch his fedora before it topples off his head. If she wants to be found, Trub, we'll find a way to reach her. Wants to be found? What do you mean? She's not hiding from us, Ambrose. I left her behind. Tears spring to my eyes, but I manage to stop them from trickling down my cheeks. I can't stop my nose from running, though, so I open Ma's purse and fish around for her packet of tissues. Ambrose uses one of his gloved hands to pat me on the back. Don't be so sure, and don't be so hard on yourself, kid. The transporter misfires now and again, but Ma don't make mistakes. Could be this is all part of her plan. Plan? How could she plan to send me back alone? There were dinosaurs, Ambrose, real dinosaurs. Ma wouldn't choose to stay behind in a place like that, would she? Ambrose shrugs. Hard to say. But if Ma thought you could do something on your own, she might have sent you back so she could deal with other matters. I think about that for a moment. Maybe Ma sent me back alone because she trusted me. I do have the dragons, after all, and keeping them safe is a big responsibility. But I was supposed to help her, I say meekly. Ambrose chuckles again. You're helping her now, kid. I'm glad Ma's got such a loyal assistant. It's hard to find good help these days. Ambrose leaves himself, heaves himself to his feet. Listen, I gotta shove off, but trouble's on his way. You sit tight and he'll make everything right. Just you wait and see. The man I'm waiting for is called Trouble. I feel like I've had as much trouble as I can handle for one day. But I still thank Ambrose for his help and wave as he pushes his cart away. I hold Ma's purse on my lap and hope that Vic, Vic gets here soon. I'm not sure how to tell him about Ma, so I practice telling my story in my head until I see Vic coming up the block, holding his sister's hand. I set Ma's bag down on the bench and stand up to wave at Vic. His sister has her nose buried in a book, but I still say hi once she's close enough to hear me. Kavita barely glances at me before slipping off her book bag and taking a seat next to Ma's purse on the bench. I recognize Kavina's bo Kavita's book bag because Vic had the same one a couple of years ago. It has green plates on it to mimic the spine of a dinosaur. I don't know Kavita. I didn't know Kavita was also into dinosaurs, but two experts are better than one. What's with the bag? Vic asks with a smirk on his face. I'm so busy thinking about Kavita's book bag that it takes a second for me to realize Vic's talking about Ma's purse. Oh, it's not mine, I tell him. It belongs to uh, a friend of mine. And she asks you to hold her purse? Vic asks suspiciously as he looks around for my mystery friend. Not exactly, I reply. This is going to sound crazy, Vic, but I swear everything I'm about to tell you is true. Vic just laughs and says, strange things happen all the time on my block. I could tell you some stuff you'd find hard to believe. Like what? I ask skeptically. Vic glances at his little sister, but she seems absorbed in her book. You know Carlos and Tarek, right? Sure, they're in Mr. Benson's class, I say. 
Right. Well, a few months ago, they were fixing up the backyard of this rundown house on Barclay Street, and they found a phoenix. No way. It's true, Vic insists. We found a picture of it in the Brooklyn Museum. We tried to take care of it, but it was nearing the end of its life, so Vic looks over at his sister and decides not to finish his sentence. But I need to know the fate of the phoenix. So what happens? I asked. I ask him. Vic leans in and says, it went up in flames, but that means a new phoenix was born from the ashes. I haven't seen it yet, but I keep my eyes open just in case. You never know what you might find in Brooklyn. I don't know what to say. Ma said Magic was leaving the city, but maybe she was wrong. Or maybe Ma was right and Vic's baby phoenix had to find somewhere else to live. The best part of Vic's story is that I've never heard it before, which means he knows how to keep a secret. So, Vic says, what's your unbelievable story? I make sure Kavita is still engrossed in her book, and then I step closer to Vic and say, My friend's missing, and she's a witch. Vic doesn't blink, so I go on. She received an important package from Madagascar and instructions to take good care of what was inside. And what was inside, Vic asks. Three dragons. 